Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. So today is a Sunday of what? Purpose. Someone says Sunday of purpose. Is it purpose or purpose? <laughs> it's a sound of what? Purpose. Sometimes English is a, it's a, it's a, it depends on how your mother taught you. Amen. Purpose. If you come from the islands, pur, purpose. <laughs> If you're if you're Australian, purpose. <laughs> if you come from Tanzania, purpose. <laughs> That's very close to the Aussie. If you come from Indonesia. <laughs> eh? <laughs> that sounds like the way they write it because it's P U R. Purpose. Very, very important concept. And I think at some point you have even wondered yourself what is my purpose? Amen. Because you see, as far as God is concerned, there's no way. He can design something without, first of all, having purpose in his mind. Because purpose precedes design. Amen. Write that statement down. Purpose precedes design. Purpose precedes what? Design. Before you can design something, you must have purpose in mind. Is that clear? Amen. There is nowhere, anywhere, even in Russia... That they can design something without knowing its purpose. Oh, yes. And they say, mm, this thing can be good to bomb Ukraine with. Amen. They always have a purpose first. And then design something according to the specifications of that purpose. So when we look at you as a person, we need also to appreciate the fact that God had something in mind before you were designed. Not only as humanity, or as human beings, but you as a person. You need to come to terms with the truth that God had something in mind for you personally. Not for us as humanity, but for you personally. Irrespective of what is transpiring in your life today. Because where we are today, it's a product of many factors. Product of where we were born. Product of the two people who brought us in the world. Product of our environment. Product of different circumstances that have occurred in our lives. So we find ourselves at a place, at a time, doing things or being things that probably may not be equal to the purpose of God. Simply because of different circumstances that are happening in our lives today. Amen. Tragedies happen. Difficult times happen. 
And people find themselves in a place where they never thought they'll ever find themselves in that place because of things that have happened in their life. But in the midst of all that, I want somewhere some, somehow in your spirit that today there has to be a truth dropped in your spirit. That this creator God who created you had a purpose for your life in his mind. Oh yes. Are you hearing me? He had what? Purpose for you as a person. Not in general as humanity, no. But for you as a person. And then the next question becomes, okay, how do I know my purpose? How do I know my purpose? Because when we look at people like Jeremiah in the Bible, we find God having a conversation with Jeremiah in his young age. That Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew thee. Before you came out of the womb, I ordained thee a prophet to the nations. So in other words, as Jeremiah was growing up from that moment on, he understood the purpose of God upon his life. That number one, God had known him before he was formed in his mother's womb. Number two, God had ordained him, had set a destination for him to become a prophet to the nations. I don't know, most of us probably will not have the Jeremiah experience. Or we have already gone past the age of the Jeremiah experience. Amen. We are already old enough. And we've been to many places. I will not mention them. We've done two million things. I will not mention them either. And here we are. I'm talking about purpose for you as a person. I want to assure you one thing. That it's not yet too late to begin to follow the purpose of God upon your life. Amen. Irrespective of what mistakes you've done in your life. I love my God because my God, when you become born again, all your past is erased. When you receive Jesus, you no longer have a past. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. So in other words, God equalizes everybody to have the same starting point. And even if the devil reminds you of what happened in the past, there is already an overriding statement above you. That says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Why? Because the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And for sin condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. Who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. So when you become born again, there is a righteousness that is fulfilled in your life. Righteousness is not holiness. Righteousness is not always getting it right. Righteousness is right standing with God. Amen. You are accepted in the presence of God. Even if you came with this snot running all over your, your face or your, your saliva everywhere, you are covered in mud, the Father still accepts in his presence. Oh, yes. You are not hearing me. So people you know, do stuff and then they run away from the presence of the Father. No. When something has gone wrong, there's only one place to run to. And that is the presence of the Father. Oh, yes. 
Because he's going to clean you up. Amen. He doesn't condemn you. He's going to clean you up. And the Bible says we've got a high priest who is no merciful. He's touched by our state of infirmity. He himself was tempted. So he understands. Someone say he understands. He understands. So when we talk about purpose, purpose, most of us we associate purpose with what we ought to be doing for the master. Amen. Am I right? Oh, yes. Yeah. What we ought to be doing. What are we doing? Are we a preacher? Are we a pastor? Are we evangelist? Are we prophet? Are we apostle? Are we, what are we doing? We understand purpose in that light. Now, that is one dimension of what? Purpose. It deals with what you are doing for the master. What you are accomplishing for the kingdom of heaven. It's purpose. Are you hearing me? My wife has written a powerful book on that. You have never seen any book like that one. I'm Amen. telling you today. Amen. I'm telling you. That book is dangerous. <laughs> oh, yes. Is what? Dangerous. Dangerous. So she'll be teaching on purpose in terms of what God wants you to be doing as you are still on earth. Are you hearing me? I will not touch that. But I want to go to the other side of purpose. This is the most important part of your life that probably you haven't even thought about it. It's purpose of being. Purpose of being. Amen. The other one is purpose of doing. Here I'm talking about purpose of what? Being. Someone say purpose of being. Purpose of being. One more time. Say purpose of being. Purpose of being. As opposed to what? Purpose of doing. Purpose of doing deals with what you ought to be doing as a child of God. Are you called to be a prophet? Jeremiah was called to be what? A prophet. He went and became a prophet. Isaiah was called and sent. He went on and became a, became a prophet. The apostles were called and sent. They went on and preached the gospel. Are you hearing me? In different offices, evangelists, you know, pastors, teachers, they went and fulfilled their call. And we normally talk about purpose of doing as a call. What is your calling? Are you hearing me? What is your what? calling. But now those words are very tricky because they are words that we use but probably they are not well defined for the purpose. But today I want to talk about purpose of being. And I am happy this afternoon to announce that all of us irrespective of what you are doing there is only one purpose of being for all oh, of yes. us. Amen. You may be a pastor there's only one purpose of being. You may be an usher. There's one purpose of being. You may be in the worship team. There's one purpose of being. You may be working in the media team. There's only one purpose of being. And that one purpose of being is the one purpose that all of us have been called to. But when it comes to purpose of doing, there are different things that God has called us to be doing. Remember the Bible says we are the body of Christ. And the body does not have only one body part. It has got different what? Body parts. Which means the different body parts have got specialized functionalities. So purpose of doing deals with functionality. Purpose of doing deals with what? Functional. You, you are functioning as what? 
Now, how do you arrive there? You arrive there at functionality from, from different po points of view. You may end up at a particular functionality because of your career, your educational background. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We are following. That can help you to get into a functionality which you can use to save the king. Some of you functionality may come from your background. You grew up in a Christian home. Your parents were ministers of the gospel. You grew up ministering the gospel. What happens when you grow up? You end up what? Ministering the gospel. Because functionality, 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 functionality. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Functionality, functionality, functionality is a product of so many different things. Amen. Some of you accidentally may find yourself an usher. You've never thought in your whole life in a million years that you ever be an usher. But you come to streams. Oh, yes, Papa. You end up being an usher. Amen. Some of you, you've never held a microphone to sing. Like that one there. <laughs> 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 if you try to sing the put at the back of the choir, that last line is there away from the microphones. Amen. And you find yourself in streams. God it does something in your life. You find yourself singing, holding a microphone, oh, yes. standing before you know, a lot of people, thousands of people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. You may have never thought of probably to preach the gospel. But you came here, you met a prophet, something, bumped, something jumped out of your spirit. Oh, yes. You find yourself doing something for the kingdom that you have never, ever thought before. I don't know whether you're hearing me. That's functionality. Oh, yes. It's where you can even come to me and say, Prophet, here I am. What should I be doing? I will search in the speed, you know, Asha, Kwaya, Media. No, 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 no. Ah, I see. Children's ministry. Amen. All, all of a sudden, boom, something is born in your spirit. That is functionality. Oh, yes. Someone say functionality. Functionality. I don't know whether you're hearing me. So, God can use you in a particular functionality if there's need. It's not something that you need to you know, get stuck in. That this is what I am and this is what I shall always be. No. Depending on what is needed. If God needs teachers, he will use you as a teacher. Amen. If God needs pastors, he will use you as a pastor. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, yes. I'm not talking about the office. I'm talking about functionality. Someone say functionality. Functionality. So that's why some of us, we've been evangelists, we've been teachers, we've been pastors, we've been apostles, now we're prophets. I can do all things through Christ. Can you see now functionality? Oh, yes. You can do all things. We've been cleaners in the church, we've been chauffeurs driving people to church and back home. I've been in the media, sitting up and sitting down, keeping equipment in my garage. I've been in the worship team, the only worship team member with my guitar. I didn't even know my left hand from my right hand. Whatever did, whatever sound it came out, we made a joyful noise unto the Lord. We Amen. made it loud enough. Oh, yes. Am I talking to somebody right here? Oh, yes. I wasn't a musician. I was never born a musician. I never saw a guitar until when I was in the university. Amen. 
And I never owned a guitar until I found myself in Australia. <laughs> I never thought I would be a worship leader. <laughs> Amen. Playing my guitar. All I know is clapping hands and singing. I don't know where they are following me. Oh, we are following, Papa. Someone say functionality. Functionality. But today I'm talking about what? Purpose of being. We all have only one purpose of being. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verses 26, all the way to 28. Uh, sorry, 29. Romans chapter 8, verses 26, all the way to 29. Once you understand what I'm teaching today, it will change everything about you. I receive. Because most, most, most of the problems we have in the body of Christ is because people only think of purpose in the light of functionality. They've never thought about purpose in the light of being. Amen. I'll show you. Let's read the scriptures. I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate, to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. All right. Are we together so far? Oh, yes. So the Bible begins by looking at the dimension of prayer that likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself, the Holy Ghost himself, maketh intercession for us with the groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Are we together so far? Oh, yes. And we know. Someone say we know. We know. And we know that what? All things work together for the good of them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. I don't know how to emphasize that sentence. Amen. We know. We are not believing. Yes. We have passed the stage of believing. Amen. Believing comes with a test and a tick. I believed God for a car. Oh, the car has come. Tick. Amen. I believed God for a breakthrough. Oh, breakthrough has come. Tick. But when you, go, when you move into the dimension of knowing, you put a tick before the car appears. Oh, yes. Amen. 
Are you not hearing me? Oh, yes. You ask one, did God speak it? Did he say it? If the answer is yes, it's a done deal. Tick. I don't know whether you're hearing me. So the Bible says, and we know that all things work together. Not only one event. Not an event in isolation. But all things, the good and the bad, the ugly and the beautiful, the yellow and the white, the red and the blue. All of them together. Not as one event. An event may be painful. An event may be hurtful. But that event plus all the other things in the final chapter, they shall work together for your good. Oh, yes. Amen. Oh, my God. In other words, you can never lose as a child of God. As long as you are the court according to his purpose, there's no loss in your life. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. There's never a loss in your life. Because all things together. Have you ever heard of the word synergy? Synergy? How do you pronounce it in English? Synergy. Huh? Synergy. Yeah, that one. <laughs> you see, that word is a Greek word. It's a Greek word. So English has just twisted it. To sound English, but it's a Greek word. Mm, you're not hearing me. We are following, Papa. Go deeper. Can I go deeper? Oh, yes. Are you sure? Oh, yes. <laughs> Let me give you the spelling. It's S for Sierra. U for Umbrella. N for Nelly. E for Echo. R for Roger, G for George, E for Echo, O for Romeo. How would you pronounce that? Sinergio. You see how English twisted it? Amen. That's why no one can pronounce it correctly. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's S-U. Uh-huh. N-E-R-G-E-O. Sronegeo. We, the Greek, we call it Srunegeo. Amen. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, yes. So it means to cooperate. It means to help work together. I don't know if they are following me. We are following. You know, when the Bible says we are laborers together, we are co-workers with God. That's the word they use. We are working together. So when the Bible says, and we know that all things work together, all things, all things, all things, all things, all things, as an event in isolation, it may be painful. As an event in isolation, it may be very sad. But when you take everything together, something wonderful has taken place in the realm of the spirit. But what our problem is, our perspective is selective. We have got selective perspective. Are you hearing me? We look at one event in isolation and only focus on that one event. And sometimes we even build a, a monument on that one event. We stop moving forward. 
we sit on this one event and forget everything else that God has done and only get stuck on this one event because of selective perspective. But if you take all things into perspective, oh, you're not hearing me. Oh, yes. Probably your most difficult event may be the event that will give you greatest medals in heaven. Amen. Oh, yes. Mm -mm, you didn't hear me. That event that you think this was the most painful event in my life, that one, may be the event that brought promotion in your life. Oh, yes. I receive. Can I go deeper? Go deeper, Father. Are you sure? Oh, yes. Is it happening? It is happening. Give me second Corinthians chapter 4. <laughs> Should I even go there? Can you handle this? Go deeper, Papa. Can you handle it? Oh, yes. Are you sure? Are you ready? We are ready, Papa. Okay, Second Corinthians chapter 4, from verse number 6, all the way to the end. You see, the Bible says, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Verse 7, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. The treasure has been hidden in what? Earthen vessels. Are you hearing me? But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side and yet not distressed. Trouble? Trouble? Someone say trouble? Trouble. Is on every side. So the fact that we are born again does not excuse you from trouble. Amen. The fact that we are born again does not exempt you. Everyone was looking for exemptions from all these mandates and, and face masks. Amen. People tried every trick in the book, didn't they? <laughs> the government knew how to tighten the you go to your doctor, you give that exemption, you'll be fired. Doctor said, no, 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 I'm not giving an exemption. Anyway. <laughs> Amen. We are troubled on every side, yet not what? So in other words, the Bible says you can be in the midst of all the trouble, refuse to be depressed. Oh, yes. Problems are not a license to depression. Amen. We are troubled on every side. Talk about these people have got this treasure, Nathan vessels. <laughs> troubled on every side, not what? Distress. Perplexed, but not in despair. What does it mean? You may find yourself in a situation where you have no answers. You've got more questions than explanations. But even where you are puzzled, oh, yes. you refuse. To be, to be what? To despair. Despair is where you come to a place where as if there's no tomorrow. Amen. You can't sleep. You can't eat. Or you can't sleep. You start eating a lot. Amen. 
Yeah, I'm right. When, when there are some people are so distressed, what do they do? The victim becomes food. Amen. They, they victimize the food like nobody's business. Oh, yes. <laughs> Someone said, disconnect. I disconnect. Perplexed, but not what? In despair. Uh-huh, next. Persecuted. But persecuted. Not persecuted. As a child of God, you can be persecuted. Are you hearing me? Persecuted as a child of God. But still, God is with you. Oh, yes. So you and God, you can be persecuted together. He hasn't left you. Amen. Because sometimes when people begin to persecute your prophet, your man of God, you think God has left him. That moment when people are busy persecuting him, God is even more closer. Amen, amen. That's why even if you hear that a man of God has made a blunder, don't involve yourself in talking. Yes, amen. It's not your business. He is not your employee. Neither did you call him. Amen. If there are any issues, the two of them will sort each other. They know where they talk and how they talk to each other. Oh, yes. Say, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Amen. So there are events in your life that may literally cast you down. You are on the ground. Not stumbling, but what? Cast down You're on the ground. There's enough evidence you have been floored. Amen. But guess what? You are beyond destruction. Oh yes, I receive. Say I am beyond destruction. I am beyond destruction. Say neighbor. Neighbor. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How hard. How hard. I hit the floor. I hit the floor. I am immune. I am immune. Glory. Say, I will rise again, neighbor. I will rise again, neighbor. <laughs> hey. hey! The Bible says the righteous can you fall how many times? Seven times. And how many times do they rise again? Seven times. So even if your finances may have taken a hit, as I'm speaking right now, do not build a, mo a monument there. No, refuse to build a monument there. Tell yourself, it doesn't matter how hard I've been hit. I am rising again. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. You're going to rise again. There is a resurrection for you. I see. It may not be on the first day. It may not be on the second day. It may not be on the third day. It could be on the fourth day. Shout, yeah! Yes. Mary and Martha said, Lord, if you had been here, our brother had not died. Those guys had faith, but their faith was challenged because of Jewish knowledge that on the fourth day, the spirit leaves. Because in the Jewish context, first, second, third, the spirit is moving around the grave trying to enter the body. 
So Jesus knew, if I raise Lazarus any of these three days, the Jews will condemn my miracle. They will not accept that it's a miracle. They will think because the spirit was already what? Moving around. It just happened. Coincidentally. Amen. Amen. Coincidental. So Jesus waited until the day they know the spirit has gone. Oh, yes. There's no more hope for resurrection. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Then he rocked up. Amen. Glory. <laughs> hey! There is a resurrection for you. Are you hearing me? Say, neighbor. Neighbor. I'll rise again. I will rise again. Wait. So sometimes, I, God, you do it today. Go to it. Oh, Lord. Oh, no. One week. Oh, Lord, do it. One month. Oh, it will never happen. No. God is waiting. God is waiting. Oh, yes. Until the chances of your probability have been defeated. Amen. So that when it happens, you shall know. It's him alone. Oh, yes. It's him alone. Oh, yes. Who could have done it? Say yes. Yes. Imagine, imagine landing a cleaning job with a degree. Is that a miracle? Uh, uh, oh, no. But when you land a job without a qualification, a qualification when you land a job without a degree, I'm oh, going yes. to somewhere right here, oh, yes. without qualifying factors, then you shall know Jehovah God has done it. Say yes. Yes. Do you know what we call him? His name is Jehovah How. Amen. Someone say Jehovah How. Jehovah How. That's our God in Streams International. Amen. We call him Jehovah How. How? How possible? Oh, yes. How come? Amen. Look at him. How? How come? Your enemies must be half of the how, 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 how. Amen. How? how? Oh, yes. How? <laughs> Say yes. They must be confused. How? How can God love that person? How? Yeah, you thought God was your uncle. How? <laughs> His name is Jehovah, the King of Glory. Are you hearing me? Oh yes. Say yes. Yes. Take your seats. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Say Jehovah. How? Jehovah. How? If Prophet Moses called it an altar. He called the name of the author Jehovah Jireh. Yes. Then this prophet in Yasun. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Amen. Can you call him who appeared to me? That his name is Jehovah How. Amen. Because it also left me with the how. How did that happen? Amen. Amen. <laughs> hey! Say never. Never. I'm a wonder. I'm a wonder. I'm a shocker. I'm a shocker. 
I'm talking about purpose. Oh, yes. Don't divert me. <laughs> For we know that all things work together. So one event may push you backwards. Are you hearing me? One event may what? But do you know that that's a spring? Amen. Oh, yes. You're not hearing me. Do you know that that's a spring? When it shoots you from here, you're going to catch up and overtake. Say yes! One event. I'm talking about one event. It may push you out. Backwards. But that's a spring. Oh, yes. One event may be a stone in front of you. The devil thinks has put a stone to block your way. But it's such a stepping stone. You see, we're talking about purpose of being as opposed to purpose of functionality. Are you following me? Oh, yes. Purpose of being. There isn't enough time today to drop this thing, to drop this revelation. I'll continue on Sunday. Amen. Are you hearing me? Amen. The whole month is a month of purpose. Oh, yes. So no need to hurry. Amen. I'm trying to talk to my wife to talk on functionality before the end of this month. Okay? I mean, I want to concentrate on the being. Your being. That you are immune from destruction. Amen. You are beyond destruction. Oh, yes. But then why do these problems happen anyway? Why? The Bible gives you the answer. Remember where we were starting from? Okay. Well, we, we started from verse number 6 of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. That we, that this God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure, Nathan, vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side and yet not distressed. We are perplexed but not in despair. Persecuted but not forsaken. Cast down but not what? Destroyed. Now here's the reason why. Why are all these things happening? Always bearing about in the body. The dying of the Lord Jesus. Always. Someone say always. 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 What are you carrying in your body? The death of Christ. Oh, yes. Always. Someone say always. Always. Did you see that? What are you carrying in your body? The dying. Always bearing, carrying about in the body the what? The dying of the Lord Jesus. That what? So don't just end on the part A. Then it will be gloom and doom. Amen. But there's part B. Oh, yes. What is part B? That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Uh-uh. Wow. So there are two things happening in your body. 
Always you are carrying the dying of the Lord Jesus. And then at the same time, there is a manifestation of what happened with Jesus. Oh yes, God ever Papa. It's in you. So avoid selective perspective. Amen. Selective perspective will say, I'm carrying in my body the dying of the Lord. Every day we just have to be dying. That's a selective perspective. Amen. There is part B. Say there's part B. There's part B. What is part B? That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our what? Body. In your body. Not in heaven, but where? In your body. There has to be a manifestation of the love of Christ. Oh, yes. When they nailed him to the cross, they clapped hands. Hey, 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 hey. He's on the cross. Hey, you come down from the cross. Uh-huh. When he died, they clapped again. Ah, ha, 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 ha. He is now dead. Let's share the clothes. Amen. Are you with me? When they put him in a tomb, ah, now we have, let's even put a big rock. And then the Pharisees went to the king, said, no, 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 it's not enough. We need the soldiers. Amen. To guard the grave. So they put the best of the soldiers. And those soldiers they put there had to sign it. That if anything happens to this grave, mm. I will die. Amen. They had to sign. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. And then everything was sealed. But, someone said, but. But. Immediately after the three days. Hallelujah. <laughs> An angel of the Lord. Amen. Came from heaven. Amen. The moment his feet touched the rock of in, in, in where that grave was dug, the Bible says there was what? An earthquake. Someone say earthquake. Earthquake. And the stone was rolled away. And Jesus came out, uh -huh, took the clothes which they had tied him in, folded them nicely. He made even his bed. Amen. He wasn't in a hurry. He woke up, made his bed. Read in your Bible. Amen. They found the cloth that they had you know, tied around his head, folded, and nicely put by itself. Amen. Amen. So he wasn't escaping from the grave. He rose up, made his bed, and walked out. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey! Hey! Say never! Never! Hey! Hey! So the Bible says you have got that power in you. Whilst there's the power of dying, what does it mean? What it means, remember, we have got this treasure in what? Earthen vessels. So, in other words, our bodies are always in. Our bodies are always subjected to the difficult times. Are you hearing me? People look at us and think we'll never make it tomorrow. People wrote us out many, many, many times. Are you hearing me? They've, they've written you off many times. 
And they are shocked you are still alive today. Oh, yes. They are shocked you are still making a progress today. Amen. Are you hearing me? So if I look at my own life, many times people have written me off. Many times. Even teachers in grade 8, one teacher said, you, you will never make it to high school. I found myself in high school. You're not hearing me. Oh, yes. Now someone said, ah, you are born again. You will never make it to university. <laughs> oh, I yes. found myself in the university. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? Someone said, ah, you are born again. You are praying too much. You will not graduate with a degree. Are you hearing me, somebody? I graduated with a degree. Oh, yes. <laughs> Always being about in the body, the dying of the Lord. That the life also of Jesus. Always a resurrection. Someone say resurrection. Resurrection. Anything that died in your life. If I be a prophet of God. Oh, yes. Let it be resurrected. I receive. Say resurrection. Resurrection. Say resurrection. Resurrection. That the life also of Jesus. So the life of Jesus is not the dying, dying. What he died was the body. Always being about in the body, the dying. That the life also of Jesus. Oh, yes. Might be what? Manifested. Where? In your dying body. Look at the next verse. Those verses are shocking. Look at the next one. Uh-huh. One, two, three, go. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus. You see, so it's not in the name of Jesus. Be healed. In the name of, it's, it doesn't only work on the one side of healing, delivers, pray through. It also works for that same name, the name Jesus. For Jesus' sake, we are always delivered unto death. So when people are castigating, what are they delivering you to? They want you to die. Amen. It will make them happy. They will go to McDonald's and enjoy. Amen. But I've got bad news for them. Oh, yes. <laughs> Why? Look at the verse. <laughs> that what? That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our what? Dying flesh. So you as a child of God, I want you to graduate thinking that you have got human life in you. There's no human life in you. There is the life of Jesus. Oh yes. I receive. But that life does not manifest until you face yourself challenges. That's when you know that this must be Christ's life. Oh, yes. Amen. Are you hearing me? That's when you know this is the life of God in me. By human terms, by human standards, you are finished. But this one must be the life of God in me. That the, life also, that, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest 
in our mortal flesh. What is the conclusion? So then death worketh in us. Is, that's the conclusion. So then what? Death worketh in us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But. Uh-huh. But life in, but life in me. So in other words, the biggest target is me. Your shepherd. Remember, they have to strike the shepherd so that the sheep should what? Scatter. I told you, if someone goes on Facebook and attacks me, they are not attacking me. Yes. They are attacking your confidence in me. Amen. Oh, yes. Because they know. The moment you lose your faith in me, number one, you run away. Run away from the portal of your miracle. Amen. Amen. And number two, even if I say receive, I'm not receiving things from that man. And yet I'm the answer to your prayer. Amen. <laughs> hey, I pray to God. Oh, God, give me a miracle. Oh, God, change my life. God says, yes, here's the answer. But the cover of the answer is two dark chocolate. You wanted the cover to be nice and yellow or pinkish. But who cares? Oh, as yes. long as it's an answer. Amen. Just receive your miracle. <laughs> you see, prophets don't just appear. We appear as an answer to prayer. Amen. So when you're praying, oh God, we need revival in Australia. Father, send fire of revival in Australia in the name of Jesus. God went looking for an answer. Stumbled on a small country called Malawi. Amen. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. This God of yours, that's how he answered your prayer. Amen. Go ask the children of Israel. When they cried unto the Lord because of Pharaoh and the bondage, God answered their prayer by going to Midian to look for a guy called Moses. Amen. And he says, I've heard the cry of my people, Israel. Now I am come down to deliver them. Excuse me, sir. Um... The GPS says Egypt is there. This is Midian. How can you say you have come down to David? Why didn't you land in Egypt? Amen. No. God Amen. went to look for Moses. Oh, yes. He says, I'm sending you now. Go and deliver my people. Oh, yes. Receive your deliverance in the name of Jesus. I receive. If I be a prophet of God, oh, yes. I deliver you today in Jesus' name. I receive. Whatsoever bondage in your life. Oh, yes. Whatsoever limitation you are, I deliver you in the name of Jesus. Whether it's sickness or disease, whether it's infirmity, whatever it is, oh, yes. say, come out. Come out. Say, come out. Come out. Say, come out. Say, come out. Come out. Always bend the bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal bodies.
So then, death worketh in us, but life in you. But we all. Ah, you are not even hearing me. Oh, we are following, Papa. We having the same spirit of faith. According as it is written. I believe, therefore, have I spoken. We also believe. And therefore, speak. Knowing that he that raised up Jesus from the dead shall also raise us up also with Jesus and shall present us together with you. I don't know where they are following me. Oh, yes. We are following. Are you following? Oh, yes. I receive. I, I wish I could make you understand what I'm explaining now. Are you hearing me? It's a game changer. Someone say game changer. Game changer. I'm talking about purpose of being. This is who you are. Purpose of being. Someone say purpose of being. Purpose of being. So God didn't just save you to serve him. No. Yes, we serve God. We are doing all these things. But there's a being that the Father has called you into. Amen. There's a being. Oh, yes. Imagine a being that you are there's trouble everywhere, but you are not distressed. Amen. It's a being. Imagine, imagine, imagine. Are you hearing me? It's a being. Imagine you are perplexed. You have no answer whatsoever. But you're not despairing. Because you've come to know that he will still show up on the fourth day. Amen, amen. It's a being. Are you hearing me? In the midst of the trouble, in the middle of the ocean, when the boat is filling with water, and the disciples are crying, Lord, don't you care we die? Someone was sleeping on a pillow. Oh, yes. It's a being. Someone say it's a being. It's a being. Yeah, this is who I am. And I offer nobody no apology for not distressing. Amen. I, I, rem I, I remember I remember I was working in Townsville for this organization. It was like high pressure. You know, high pressure. You know, there are some organizations like high pressure organization where everyone is always running. <laughs> this one was walking like this. No running, no jumping up and down, no stressing. And then this friend of mine, she was a Muslim. She said, you, why do you walk as if you own the whole world? Amen. I said, point of order. I am not walking as if I own the whole world. Amen. I am walking that way because I own the whole world. Oh, yes. I am a joint heir with the Christ. Oh, yes. She said, don't be proud. We are speaking as if you're already in heaven. I said, point of order. It's not an assumption, madam. I am seated with the Christ. Oh, yes. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> hey! Shout yes! I told her you have got one big problem. Because on the last day, you shall be waiting for God to put your jobs, your works on scale. If the good ones outweigh the bad ones, then he may give you interest. 
if the bad ones are more than the good ones, you're in trouble. But for me, that, that's behind me. Oh, yes. I don't have that day in front of me. Amen. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.